What's in a name? Trademarks and the law. Just as in horror movies, when the hero decides to enter the spooky room at the end of the hall, there are plenty of people advising against do-it-yourself trademarks. In fact, there is a whole industry of lawyers and trademark agents advising against it. The fun of trademarks is that they stop your competitors copying the unique way you do something. In the case of Coca-Cola, this is quite understandable. In the case of the New Zealand ice cream seller, who by registering a musical trademark stop competitors playing green sleeves, it is a service to humanity. Who could not support Harley Davidson, wishing to trademark the Harley Davidson engine rumble? This could keep so many of those ageing imitators off the streets. When someone is considering whether or not to instruct a lawyer in registering a trademark on their behalf, they will probably take note of the government website which is so invitingly user-friendly, always a dangerous sign. It offers a procedure which is a simple three-step program. Step 1. Complete a relatively simple online application form. Step 2. An examiner A searches to find out if there is another trademark which is deceptively similar being used for similar products or services. B decides if your mark is capable of distinguishing your goods or services. Step 3. The mark is advertised for two months and if there is no opposition then it is registered. Generally it's yours forever provided that you pay the registration fee every few years and continue to use it. It is hardly surprising that this approach has attracted, a little like accountancy, a lot of strange people. There are all sorts of applications. For instance, the bark of a dog, clearly for the dog who has everything, or the smell of beer on dark feathers. The smell of beer on dark feathers, proving so very popular with all and sundry. In this climate, what red-blooded business owner would not wish to apply for a trademark to protect their point of difference. Even smells can be the subject of a trademark. So there is something for everybody. So what's the catch about applying for a do-it-yourself trademark? Well, here are three points about the application process which you should be aware. One, expect your examiner to be a person who would like to give you the trademark, the mark, but for reasons which are a little difficult to follow, cannot do so. It is often more than their job is worth to allow you a monopoly over a word. For instance, if they gave you the mark money-grabbing for use in the banking industry, what would all the other bankers do? 2. Examiners may reject your application outright or turn the knife by raising an arcane impossibly difficult question which they call a requisition. You will find yourself warming to their talk of not distinctive enough, capable of distinguishing, and no direct reference to the character and quality, only to realise later that you don't know what they're on about. 
it might be more helpful to look upon the trademark fraternity as a secret society, with the examiners as worshipful masters. 3. The last 100 metre lap of the process is the two-month advertising period. This can cause people using similar names to come out of the woodwork, encouraged by lawyers who can scan the advertisements to locate potential opponents. You may end up with a fight on your hands. But frankly, nothing in law is easy apart maybe from breaking it. But it's not the application process. The real problem is ending up with a mark which is registered but doesn't quite fit your needs and therefore may not protect you in your hour of need. Here are just three of the potential issues you may face once you have registered the mark. 1. You have registered a mark in the wrong class or missed a class that covers a particular, usually profitable activity. There are 45 classes being lists of words describing goods and services. It is a little bit like reading a huge packing list. 2. Trademarks usually apply to one country, so if you have not registered in the other countries, it may be too late, as someone else has registered the mark. It belongs to them. You don't use the mark properly for, say, three years, and it is taken off you. A competitor will often help thee start this procedure. There are business people who manage to register a do-it-yourself trademark run their businesses successfully, and no one ever tries to steal their work. However, if a name is central to your business and it draws customers, then do-it-yourself trademarks may not be ideal for you. Unless you have time to dedicate to the craft, it may be best to obtain legal advice about the suitability of the mark for your particular need. But don't let me put you off. That was an extract from my book, The Legal Guide to Dying, Baby Booms Edition. 